As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today, I want to tell you about a journey that I've been on for most of my life. Ever since I was a kid, I've heard tales of Bigfoot and wild men while spending time with my friends and family. As I grew older and read more about the paranormal, my interest in cryptids and other things strange only deepened. That's why I'm so excited to share with you what I've personally become involved with, the Untold Radio Network. The Untold Radio Network is a live streaming podcast network that airs a new show every day across all podcast platforms, YouTube, and more. They have eight different shows on all sorts of exciting topics, such as Bigfoot, cryptids, UFOs, aliens, and much more. I even have my own show called Weird Encounters, where I talk about all things strange. This is more than just a podcast network. It's a community that allows me to meet so many amazing people who share their stories and experiences with the strange. If you're interested in hearing more of these stories and learning more about the paranormal and cryptids, make sure you check out the Untold Radio Network for all kinds of exciting shows. It's free to subscribe, so what are you waiting for? Visit www.untoldradionetwork.com today. Before we get started with the show, I want to take a couple of seconds and talk to you about something that's really important to everybody. A good night's sleep. Recently, I found myself having a hard time falling and staying asleep. I was waking up every morning with shoulder and back pain, and I felt like I'd been in a fight the entire night instead of getting a good night's sleep. I thought it was just stress and maybe the back issues from many years in law enforcement and carrying a heavy-duty belt. But then I got to thinking about my mattress. It had been several years since we replaced it, so I started taking a look around. And that's when I found Vitalis Sleep. We ordered their 12-inch platinum copper-cool hybrid mattress and two of their adjustable cooling pillows. After the first night, I woke up the following morning and I felt like a new man. I had no shoulder and back pain, and I felt better than I'd felt in years. So if you're having trouble sleeping or you're waking up feeling groggy and tired in the mornings, or if you can't remember the last time you've changed out your mattress, head over to VitalisSleep.com right now. They're offering all of my listeners a 20% discount on anything you purchase off the website. Just enter the promo code ODYSSEY20 at checkout and you'll get 20% off of your entire order. The link is in the show notes, so head over there now and start sleeping better tonight. Now, what are you reporting? I got a strange going on out here. Something just killed my dog. Something killed your dog? My dog went flying through the air over the tree. I don't know how it did it. 
I'm really confused. All I saw was my dog coming over the fence, and he was dead when she hit the ground. I didn't see any cars. All I saw was my dog coming over the fence. Yes, yes, I know, a.k.a. Survivor Man. And you're listening to Brian, Sasquatch Odyssey. guys and welcome back to sasquatch odyssey thank you guys so much for clicking play it is wednesday i hope you guys are having a great week we have an amazing episode lined up for you but as always i want to start the show by inviting you if you've had an encounter and you'd like to be on the show shoot me an email you can get me at brian at paranormalworldproductions.com you can head over to the website check it out become a member there and help support the show this is your bonus show, and we've got two guests on the show lined up for you. We first have Karen from Bigfoot Breaking News, and Karen had an experience that she really can't explain with what she believes to be Sasquatch, and she's now starting a YouTube channel to help sort of get people headed in the right direction when they start to research the subject. I think it's a really cool idea. I think you're really going to enjoy Karen and her story. And we finish up with Sydney out in Indiana. And Sydney reached out to me and wanted to share her experiences on the show. And I have to tell you, they're a little strange. But they're her experiences. And she believes she's had experiences with a clan of Bigfoot on her property. And she's also having experiences with things that she believes to be Dogman. But I'll certainly let her tell her stories here in just a moment. Please don't forget to go over and check out our new merchandise and support Outfitters for Hope, the wonderful organization that we're donating all of our proceeds from our merchandise sales to for the month of February. We've got some really cool new designs over there that some of you guys have picked up, and we've got all of the original logos over there as well. You can get t-shirts, you can get mugs, you can get sweatshirts, whatever your heart desires, and all of that is going to go to Outfitters for Hope for the month of February. If you haven't already done so, please take time to rate and review the show wherever you're listening to the podcast. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sasquatch Odyssey and on TikTok at Sasquatch Odyssey Podcast. And join the fun over on Facebook at the Sasquatch Odyssey fans group over there. But enough of that. I know you guys are ready to get into it. So I'm going to let the music play. You guys sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Folks, I want to welcome our guest to the show. It is Karen from Bigfoot Breaking News. Welcome to the show, Karen. 
Hi, Brian. Thanks so much for having me. I am so glad you're here. So let's get right into it. Let's talk about this Bigfoot thing. What got you interested in the subject to begin with? Yeah, so I had a strange thing happen to me. And I'll get into that in in just a minute in detail. But you should first know that I had no interest in this topic at all. (laughs) Zero. I was born in the 60s. I remember Leonard Nimoy's In Search Of coming, you know, I remember that show. And I remember that's, I'm sure that's where I first saw the uh, infamous Patterson-Gimlin film. And I don't even know what I thought about it. I thought I'm a very open-minded person. So I'm sure I thought, oh yeah, you know, maybe. But it's just not something I was interested in. And even when the Finding Bigfoot show came came around, I still have never seen a full episode of that show. I just, not that, you know, I have anything against the show. I just thought it was, you know, a little bit strange that people were running around in the woods after dark (laughs) yelling for this uh, creature. And so it was just not something that I was ever really interested in. And the other thing that you should know is that before, when, when, you know, when, when I had my experience, I was living in New Hampshire and I had lived there for 20 years. I lived in, I had a little house in the woods and it was kind of in a rural area. We had five acres of property, but the um, neighbors on both sides of us had, you know, several 20, 30, 40 acres, something like that. And then behind them, up behind up the hill behind them was um, all that property was owned by a logging company. And so they would come through every 20 years or so and they would they would log it. So when we were looking for houses, I thought, I just want to be able to hike with my dogs from my yard. I don't want to drive somewhere to go hike. I want to be able to hike from my yard. And in New Hampshire, probably most people don't know, but there are 7,000 plus miles of snowmobile trails that are maintained by local snowmobile clubs. And it is just an amazing resource for people who enjoy the woods and enjoy the outdoors. And so from my house, I could hike, you know, onto my neighbor's property, I had permission to be there. And I could access this snowmobile trail system. I had a couple of dogs, we would take we would, you know, we couple, probably four to five times a week, I would take them hiking and or snowshoeing in the wintertime. And we would just, you know, dogs off leash, you know, being dogs, you know, chasing squirrels up trees and, and whatnot. And uh, we would hike for, you know, three, four, five, six miles, something like that. And I just lived for that. I just, I absolutely love that. And so, you know, for 20 years, that's what I did for my recreation, my um, exercise, and for my dog's exercise. And so my experience, this was in uh, October of 2018. 
and I was out, I was out with my dogs, but I was just on my property. It was our sort of last little walk, you know, for, for the night. And so we had a few little trails that I had cut on, on my property and we were just, we were on my property, but it was later in October. So the um, trees were mostly, you know, gone. The leaves were mostly gone from the trees. And it was after dark. It was probably 830 or nine o'clock. And I could see my house through the woods. So I know I was still on my property. And I heard this sound (laughs) that I can only describe as being otherworldly. Like it did not sound like it could have possibly come from an animal that lives on this earth. And I'll get into more into what it sounded like in a minute, but the dogs immediately, as soon as this thing starts vocalizing, my dogs take off to the house, (laughs) man's best friend. Yeah. And uh, leave me, you know, alone in the woods with this thing. And so before I take off, I know is as soon as I heard that sound, I thought Bigfoot had never given Bigfoot a thought in my life. You know, been hiking in these woods 20 years, never thought Bigfoot. Just the furthest thing from my mind. But as soon as I heard that sound, I thought Bigfoot. And so I take off after my dogs running toward the house. I heard it. So what it sounded like, it was it started out very low. So it started out kind of like a growl, howl, yell. Um, and that lasted probably three seconds. And then the last three seconds of it was more melodic, not as in like a beautiful melody, but just it had more of a melody to it. You know, it kind of went up and down in timber. And it took me probably 30 seconds to get to the house. I wasn't that far away. I could tell as I was running toward the house that I was getting further from it because it vocalized a total of five times. And it, was, it made the same sound five times. But I think that we were going in opposite directions. So it was kind of heading up the hill behind my house and I was heading <laughs> toward following the dogs to the house. and. When I got to my deck, I, you know, realized I wasn't, I was no longer afraid, you know, I mean, obviously it hadn't hurt me. It was moving away from me. And so I waited outside for probably about 10 minutes uh, to see if I could hear it again, because I was going to go inside and tell my people, Hey, you got to come listen to this thing. Didn't hear it again, but I went inside and I grabbed my computer, (laughs) and I Googled Bigfoot in New Hampshire. And uh, what popped up was the BFRO's website. I didn't know anything about the, I knew nothing about any of this. But I, you know, came across the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization website. And um, if you're not familiar with the website, it has, you can kind of click on any state in the country. And then it'll kind of drill down into um, sightings uh, by date and by location. And I found a sighting that was 
two years, it was July of 2016. So it was two years and like three months before this. And it was 10 miles away. And I just thought, that's what I heard. Like I, like I, without having seen it, I know as, as, you know, firmly as I can know that that is what I heard. And I told a couple people, and of course, you know, they kind of roll their eyes and, you know, I got the usual. And shortly thereafter, my marriage fell apart and I moved and, you know, I had a lot of sort of um, trauma in my life. Stay tuned for more Sasquatch Odyssey. We'll be right back after these messages. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But that is what sort of led me into this, like, okay, what is this thing? (laughs) You know, what are they? How many of them are they? Like, I'm a very inquisitive person. So I sort of like, I need to know, like, what is this thing? Where do they live? How many of them are there? How do they breed? Like, how old do they live? You know, all those sort of things. And so I started, you know, listening to YouTube channels and listening to podcasts and buying books and, um, yeah, so that's kind of that's what that's what got me interested originally. I to this day, I know that's what I heard. Um, of course, I can't prove it, but I have listened to enough vocalizations now, recordings of of you know alleged vo- vocalizations. I can pick out different parts of different ones. I haven't heard 
exactly what I heard, but I can pick out, oh yeah, you know, the first part of what I heard sounds like this. And then the second part of what I heard, you know, kind of sounds like this. But yeah, I, I heard it. It was about six seconds long and I heard it a total of five times. And it was pretty close. Close enough to send my Rottweiler <laughs> and my uh, other, you know, lab, you know, running for the house. And these are dogs who were very accustomed to being outside, uh, you know, not afraid. Anybody knows Rottweilers, they're, you know, not afraid of much. And they had enough sense to know um, heading home. <laughs> as far as the sound, are you familiar with the Ohio? howl that Matt Moore yeah yeah I am now um it has it had elements of that but it you know that to me that Ohio house sounds very much and I grew up in Ohio um it, it sounds that sounds very much like a siren almost like that creature is mimicking a siren this was very anim animalistic it i mean otherworldly is the only like i don't know i mean this there and living there for 20 years and i had also i've done a bunch of backpacking and i grew up sort of like i grew up in ohio spending a lot of time in the woods and camping and so i've i've heard a lot of you know animal sounds this is not what i heard was not like a natural animal as we know, animals, um, because it had this quality to it where I don't know how to explain it. It almost—it's almost like it could vocalize like different different sounds at the same time that shouldn't be. I mean, humans certainly can't do that, and I don't know of any animal that can quite do that either. So yeah, it was just uh, it, it had elements though of the Ohio how, but then it also had elements of, I've heard also um, recordings where people have had them like very close where they sound like really scary. The first part sounded really scary. Like it was growling. It was mad. And then the second part of it sounded more like the Ohio how, where it kind of went up and down, you know, the register. Yeah, I asked that because I just had a conversation with David from North Carolina yesterday for an upcoming show. David was talking about a vocalization that sounds very similar to what you heard in New Hampshire and what I've heard here in my part of North Carolina, which is sort of what I heard here was sort of the backwards version of yours. It started out like the Ohio howl and ended with like a growl and a bark on the end, which I thought was really strange. It's fascinating to me that I've been able to talk to so many people and document so many different occurrences from the Pacific Northwest to New Hampshire to Florida to Georgia, North Carolina, and people are hearing and experiencing basically the same thing. Let me ask you this. In hindsight, looking back over those 20 years that you lived there and having that experience and then now looking into the subject and doing some research on your own. If you look back, did you see any other signs or can you think back to anything like structures or weird things in the woods that you may have overlooked then that you may look at differently now? Um, you know, I moved very soon after. Um, and so I think that if I had lived there a little bit longer and started to look into this and then could kind of, 
you know, hike in that area and look for stress. I didn't know, you know I, I knew nothing about any of this. So no, I mean, looking back, there's nothing that I could say, oh yeah, I did. You know, I heard this the one time and you know, nothing out of the ordinary. I have seen moose. I've seen bear. Uh, I've seen obviously lots of deer. Um, I had, you know, and living and hiking there for 20 years, you know, my dogs would all of a sudden take off after something and they'd be gone for five minutes and then they'd come back and I'd be like, you know, what did you see? But no, no, I don't, I, I don't ever recall you know, hearing a knock or anything, but I wasn't tuned into it either. So I don't want to say, I don't want to rule it out. Um, certainly. And if I had lived there longer and had started kind of looking into this topic, uh, I definitely would have gone out into the woods with a different, you know, looking for different things than I was looking for at the time. It's interesting that you mentioned the different sounds, a couple of different sounds at the same time. Doug Heitchek and I have talked about that, and he has a theory that these things are like the throat singers. Have you ever looked into that? It's very similar to that, right? That he yep. believes that they have the ability to do that and make multiple sounds at the same time. That's why we get some of these really weird sounding vocalizations that people capture. And I've heard some really weird ones over the last yeah. couple yeah. of months, but it's interesting that you mentioned that because it could be something along those lines for sure. I don't, right. I don't know. Yes. And that definitely tracks with what I heard. And I will say that a lot of people describe, you know, they'll describe like, oh, it sounded like a lady, a lady screaming in the woods. And when I hear that, I think that's a fisher, a fisher cat. I don't know if you're familiar with that animal, but it's a big weasel. And I've seen them and I've heard them a number of times. And every time I hear that, I think, oh, well, maybe it was a fisher. But what I heard was definitely not a fisher. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was sort of these layers of vocals, but I could tell it was just the one creature just because of where it came from. And I, it was fairly close to me. It was probably, it was dark. So I definitely couldn't see anything, but it was probably 50 to 75 yards. So I felt it, you know, I felt it in my, my chest almost. And, you know, I always, uh, I, I always take my cues off of the dogs and the way that the dogs reacted. If the dogs had been, you know, if they hadn't been so concerned about it that they were going to, you know, run home, I would have thought differently. You know, I would have maybe chased after them and thought, oh, well, that's kind of interesting. I wonder what that animal is, you know. They were having none of it. I think they made the right decision for sure. So yeah. you had this experience and those experiences usually do one of two things to people. It either pushes them in the direction of, okay, that was enough. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm done. Or it sounds like you answered the question already. You went the opposite direction and started researching. So you've looked into this subject and you've done some research on your own. What about some of those questions that you ask earlier on? Have you had some epiphanies? Have you found some answers for yourself? Like, what do you think these things are? Population? You know, where, where are you on the Bigfoot subject now that you've been anointed with, with your own experience? Right, right. So when I first, when that first happened, I thought, well, surely it's just an animal we haven't caught up with. And um, so that was kind of my mindset. Okay, 
Now I know that they actually are real and they're out there. So what are they and how come we don't know anything about them? And so I I first uh, kind of approached it from, okay, this is just an ape. And, you know, for whatever reason, you know, we haven't caught up with them yet because there are so few of them and maybe because they live in places that aren't very populated. So we're not coming across them very often. Yeah, that didn't last very long. The more that I sort of learned and and heard, the more that I think, I guess where I am now is that I think that they're related to us. And I think that we, our paths diverged long time ago. And, you know, humans evolved in a way where we started developing tools and building technology and they evolved to further like like they don't even need shoes in the winter time right like they don't need anything to survive and so i think that and i think that they have evolved to sort of fine tune some of the things that we have lost touch with, like, you know, maybe, you know, the mind speak and some of these things that, that the, the uh, sixth sense that, you know, most of us still have, but many of us have really, you know, we, we don't have a very strong sixth sense. And I think that they have only fine tuned those kinds of capabilities. So, Do I think that they're, you know, there are all kinds of, as you know, better than I, there are all kinds of theories about, oh, you know, they're from aliens and whatever. I mean, can I discount that completely? No, because we don't know. But I tend to think that they are, they're their own thing. Somehow way back in the lineage, you know, we're related. But I think that they have only further evolve to use those senses that we have frankly just we don't need those senses anymore you know because we're so reliant now on technology and um yeah so do i believe the that the mind speak and some of these you know things that four years ago i would have thought were kind of a little bit crazy no i think that you know i think i i think that they have become more attuned to those kinds of things. And we have lost that. And yeah, so I don't know. I, I, the more I know, the more I think I don't know. And, uh, but the more interested I am. So it sort of led you down a different path that I don't think saw yourself taking. And you started a YouTube channel. It's called Bigfoot Breaking News. So tell us a little bit about what led you to that. And when people tune in, what what are they going to see? Yeah. So um, my day job is uh, I've been in the media monitoring and measurement and analysis industry, which most people are like, what is that? Why would anybody need that? But that's I've spent my career in that um, business. So what we do is we help customers that could be um, anywhere from big corporations to small, local, private hospitals, 
anybody who basically needs to keep track of what is being said about them in broadcast media, print media, uh, you know, on the web and in social media. And, and so they will hire us to um, basically keep tabs about what, what people are saying about them. And so what, um, what I'd like to do is um, combine kind of my day job with this new interest that I have. <laughs> and because I would have really appreciated a starting point, somebody, you know, when I first started just like Googling, you know, Bigfoot, I had to really watch and consume a lot of content before I started really um, thinking, okay, you know, these YouTube channels, I, you know, I, I appreciate and would like to learn more about what these people have to say, and maybe these people not so much. But there's nobody out there that I found that is sort of um, giving people a starting point. And so with Bigfoot Breaking News, which is brand new, I've, you know, posted my first two or three videos by the time this um, get this podcast drops. But um, what I want to do is kind of feature some of the content that that I'm listening to and that I appreciate and um, basically give people some YouTube channels and podcasts and books that they could maybe, you know, consider reading and listening to and um that could maybe get them started there are over i i started keeping track a couple of years ago i started keeping track on a spreadsheet i'm a spreadsheet person so i started keeping track on a spreadsheet of the youtube channels and podcasts that i you know watch and listen to and i'm up to over 150 now and in fact just this last week i have learned about free new to me YouTube channels. So there's a lot of content out there. And for somebody who just had an experience or is just wanting to sort of like learn, like, what is this Bigfoot thing all about? There's a lot of, you've got to filter through a lot of, you know, noise and a lot of content to zero in on what might be relevant to you. And so, so yeah, every couple of weeks, I think I'll, I'll release a video that is maybe under 15 minutes is what I'm shooting for. And it might feature, you know, seven or eight YouTube channels and podcasts that um, I have listened to that are recent, you know, give people, you know, some, some new channels to uh, explore and you know, books that they might want to check out. And yeah, something, you know, a vehicle that I didn't have when I was first starting out that I would have appreciated. Nobody had, like, I didn't have a starting point. You know? <laughs> well, I think it's a great idea. So when Thank you too. reached out and told me about the channel, I checked it out and we made the first, we made it in the first video. So we, we definitely yeah, appreciate that. Absolutely. And I think everybody should go check it out. I'll link to it in the show notes and you guys go over and follow her on YouTube and make sure you hit the subscribe button, hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of her content as it drops. Karen, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your experiences and telling us about your new channel. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brian. Appreciate the opportunity. 
Stay tuned for more Sasquatch Odyssey. We'll be right back after these messages. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, folks, I want to welcome our guest to the show. It is Sydney from Indiana. Welcome to the show, Sydney. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I'm glad you're here. So let's get started. Let's talk about, I know you're here to share some encounters, but before we get into that, tell everybody what got you interested in the Bigfoot thing in the first place. Was it your experiences or was it something else? We live on a native land, my uncle said, and he said that he's seen some weird stuff happening on the land. And we moved into this house in 2009. Ever since 2009, things have been crazy. I think I was 10 when we, when we moved in. So when you say crazy, tell us what that means. He's been hearing tree knocking, the house got slapped, and um, things have been missing. And he said that he heard a, a woman screaming, and then he heard another woman howling. And it didn't sound human to him. It, he said it sounded like more like crypto-type. Was Bigfoot on his radar before you guys moved here? Was it something that you guys had talked about or knew about beforehand, or was it after the experiences started? After the experiences started. Well, what kind of experiences have you had since you've been there? After I turned 10, it was August of 2010. I was, I was 11 at the time. I went to the pond to go fishing, and I went looking around because I would find, you know, like random deer tracks. But we had like a sand, sandy type island, and I noticed that there was like two humanoid uh, feet. I was like, this is weird. They are bigger than human feet. That cannot be a human. And then I, and then that's when I knew it was Bigfoot because Bigfoot left two, two tracks. And then I seen one the next day. What happened during the experience where you saw one? Um, I was kind of scared. I was like, uh, what are you doing here on my land? And how did you get here? Um, I was scared. And it showed me its face. His face is brown. The eyes are brown. The hair is long. He was eight foot tall. And now he's 11 foot tall. 
But I ran back up to the house because I didn't know what I saw that day. And I thought it was just like a, a hairy deer. But then I realized that it was on two feet and that's when I ran. So did you get a good look at this thing's face? Could you see the facial features? Did it look more human or ape-like? It looked more um, ape-like. Was there hair on the face? Did this thing see you when you saw it? Did you have any kind of reaction or interaction with it? I said hi to it, and then it looked at me, and then I had a weird feeling ever since that day. I'm able to mind speak to them through my mind, and it's weird. Tell us a little bit about the mind speak. How does that work? How are you able to communicate with them, and what do they communicate back? Um, I get like a weird feeling. First, I get a headache, and then I zone out a little bit, and then... Um, they've been telling me like what's been going on at the land and my, I feel really dizzy afterwards. And then I take a nap because it makes me tired. So you had that interaction with it in 2010 and now you're having this mind speak back and forth with these things. Have you had other interactions where you've seen them? What's been your other interactions with them? Um, my other, uh, interactions is, is with them when I went walking one day and I seen one walking in the cornfield keep an eye on me because now they watch over me. They accept me and their family. I guess they're my guardian. Um, I'm not scared of them. I'm, I'm not scared of them. Um, I heard a baby cry. When people say that they heard a baby cry, that means that Bigfoot had a baby. And there's been other crazy things. Well, tell us about some of those other crazy things. 2017, I seen one peeking behind a tree, and um, it looked white because it was winter out, and it looked like the fur was more white than brown during the summer, and it was seven foot tall. It was like in the middle of the the height of the tree, so I think it was a little one, a little one sneaking around. You said they look over you and they've accepted you into their family. So talk a little bit about what that means and how you know that. Is that something they've communicated with you or is it just a feeling that you have? Um, I get weird feelings when they're around me and when they're outside because I, I can tell when they're outside. The dogs are scared to go outside during the day and nighttime. And... Uh, they gave me their names. They're Storm, Wendy, and Flower. And then a new one just showed up last week. Her name is Luna. So there's one, two, three, four Bigfoots on my land right now. So as far as the interaction with the mind speak, that was not something that you had experienced before you had the sightings. <laughs> has that something that has sort of freaked you out? Is it a comforting thing to you? How do you think they're able to do that? And how are you able to experience that with them? It's a comforting thing because I'm really close with the male and the and the male watches over me a lot and he checks checks in on me when I'm sick or when I'm outside. I hear him go whoop outside a lot. And then when I go down to the pond, he lets me know if there's like a threat or danger or I just need to go back up to the house really, really fast. And when you say let you know, he lets you know telepathically through the mind speak. Um, he does a weird scream when there's danger, and then he tells me to run. Like in my mind, he's like, "You need to run up to the house. I mean, you need to run, lock all the doors, pull down the windows, and lock everything up." 
Does your uncle or anybody else around in the family experience this? What do they think about your interaction with these things? Are they having their own interactions with them? Um, my dad's seen five of them. He's seen the eyeballs. Um, the eyeballs were green. There was a baby one, a child one, and two moms and two dads. Um, it happened in 2018, I think. Yes, it was over Fourth of July weekend, and my mom seen some. My mom heard some tree knocks there and there, but my dad knows that Bigfoot is real because he he's seen some weird crap too. You guys are having these interactions. You said there's four of them on your property currently. Are you able to get close enough to them to document your encounters with pictures, videos, recordings? Have you guys done any of that stuff? They don't like their picture taken or video taken because they're afraid that someone's going to come on land and shoot them and take them to the government. They don't want that. So I I keep it to myself and... I do take pictures because they um, they blend in with the trees sometimes and I see them, but other people don't see them or hear them. I got you. So you do have pictures, but they're pretty much blended in with the scenery. So you really can't make yeah. it. What other experiences have you had with them? Are you continuing to have? I think you, you said the last thing where your dad was like 2018. What's been the most recent experiences that you guys have had with them? Um, I have seen one poke behind a tree. I was six foot away from them, and um, it was it was like a black shadow type thing. The storm and this dogman got in a fight, and Storm told me to run up to the house and don't look back. Keep running and running and running until you get in the house. I've seen the dogman. I heard it. I've seen it, and it's not a pretty thing. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. Dogman is something that I've talked about with people on the show before. And I honestly, I don't know what to make of Dogman. I don't know either, but I've seen one and it's not pretty. Well, sort of describe what was going on when that happened. What did you see and what was the, the situation that allowed you to have this interaction? Well, I went down to the pond. I found two deer legs, no body. And that's when I seen the Dogman. The Dogman had red eyes. and sharp fangs and there was slobber coming out of its mouth because it, it had it had the deer in its mouth and that's when the bigfoot came in came in and took care of the problem when you say take care of the problem you mean they got into a physical altercation the two of them yep did you get to see that when it was going on or did you, did you take off and head up towards the house i took off and ran up to the house because i was scared so has that been the most recent thing that you've experienced with them? Yes, that was the most recent. And then two weeks ago, my dad heard a woman screaming at 5 a.m. in the morning. And then they howl. My dad thought it was a skinwalker. I don't know much about skinwalkers. I know that they're real. I know it's, it's a native thing. We don't talk about it because we have native blood in us and we're Cherokee. And then my other friend said it sounded like two Bigfoots fighting. Let's talk a little bit about the experiences that you've had and your family have had. Not very many people get to experience those kind of things. Some people get a glimpse of these things maybe once in their life and some people never. Like I've never had an experience where I've gotten to see one of these things. Why do you think it is that you and your family have almost been chosen in a way to have this interaction? Do you think it has something to do with your Native American, the Cherokee blood? Do you think that has something to do with it or is it something else? 
Yes, I think it has to do with our blood. There, I have seen ghosts too on our land, and there's a little girl. Her name is Annabelle. Um, I don't know why her name's Annabelle, but um, she was full Cherokee at the time, and I've seen her a couple times. She likes to mess with things. She likes to play tricks on people, and that's. And then I have seen some bad spirits, but they're not that bad. But I tell them to go away. I think it's just because we live on secret native land and we have a gift of seeing seeing things that other people can't see or hear. I don't ask this often, but what do you think Sasquatch or Bigfoot is? Do you think it's some sort of relic hominoid, hominin? Do you think it's something that's got more of a spiritual, interdimensional connection? What do you feel about all of that and what do you think they are? I think they're more spiritual and more human type ape, but to me, they look more spiritual because the night of the first encounter with the Bigfoot feet, I seen a UFO the night before. I think that's how they got here because of the UFO. Tell us a little bit about the experience with the UFO. What was the circumstances and what did you see? My uncle told us the night before that he seen a couple UFOs at his house. He used to live up the road, but not anymore. But it was like this orange bright light going through the sky. There was, it was like five o'clock in the afternoon. It was still kind of daylight out, but it was bright and then there was no sound and it looked like the bright sun. And then I think that's how they got here. So you think there's definitely a connection with Bigfoot and aliens? Yes. So do you think they're coming from other dimensions? Are the aliens somehow, they're creating these Sasquatch, these Bigfoot? I think they're creating them, but I'm not really for sure because my friend Sharon, she lives in Pennsylvania, and the gray aliens come and visit her and take her to, to her ship. Um, she has seen Bigfoot and the alien ships, but I think they're more here to stay and be more safer and get away from the aliens. Well, is there anything that you would leave people with that are going to hear this and say everything you said is not true, that you didn't really see these things? Because that tends to be what people say when people come out and tell their experiences. What do you say to people who doubt that Bigfoot or Sasquatch or even aliens are real and about your own experiences? I just say, you know what? It's, it's my belief. You guys have your own opinion. It doesn't bother me. I'm human being. I know what I saw, and I know what my family has seen and saw. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming on and sharing your experiences and telling your stories. Thank you. They say you don't gotta go home, but you can't stay here.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 